Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, June 4th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The biggest names in tech are under pressure as they come into the sights of U.S. antitrust enforcers. Apple puts the focus on services and privacy at its annual developers conference. And U.S. President Donald Trump turns to the political part of his U.K. trip after a state banquet with the Queen. Plus, the FT's James Politi goes behind the sharp rise in trade tensions between the U.S. and Mexico and what lies ahead. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The biggest names in tech are coming under pressure as they find themselves in the sights of U.S. antitrust enforcers. The most powerful U.S. antitrust agencies have come to an agreement about how they'll divide future investigations into the tech companies. The Department of Justice won jurisdiction into a possible inquiry into Google and Apple. Meanwhile, the Federal Trade Commission will examine Facebook and Amazon. It isn't clear what matters the agencies are examining and how aggressively they'll move. And industry executives say any antitrust action could take years to come to fruition. But investors in tech stocks took the news badly. Shares in Facebook and Google parent company Alphabet were the worst hit, each down 7.5% and 6% on Monday. A total of $133 billion was wiped from the market value of the sector overall on the day. Apple shares were the least affected of the four tech giants, thanks to the positive sentiment from its annual developers conference. Apple took shots at Facebook and Google with new privacy tools, saying the latest version of its operating system would make it difficult for its rivals to gather data from apps on the iPhone. Apple also said it would tighten up location tracking by apps. It's also relying on users being attracted by a series of new services and features to compensate for stalling iPhone sales. These include new features for the iPad, new healthcare tracking on its watch, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence. But as one analyst put it, the event might best be remembered as the day Apple unveiled a $12,000 Mac. The starting price for the new Mac Pro will be almost $6,000 with a display cost at almost $5,000. Added to the cost of the stand, $999, the total price tag drew more murmurs than cheers from the conference crowd. And U.S. President Donald Trump turns to the political part of his U.K. trip today after dinner with the Queen. Mr. Trump hailed the common values between the U.K. and the U.S. at the state banquet at Buckingham Palace on Monday night. But it was a very different message from the one Mr. Trump was conveying leading up to the trip. The U.S. president broke international protocol endorsing Boris Johnson in the Conservative Party leadership contest. He also lauded Brexit Party leader Nigel Farage, and made the case for leaving the EU without a deal. Which is why UK Prime Minister Theresa May is expected to continue a major theme of the visit, cautioning Mr. Trump not to turn his back on the liberal world order. She's planning to present him with a framed typescript draft of the Atlantic Charter. The document set out the post-World War II goals of Winston Churchill and Franklin Roosevelt when they met in 1941. It paved the way for what would become the United Nations. Government insiders see the gift as a plea. The U.S. president has been highly critical of the U.N. and other institutions. Mrs. May is also expected to talk up the potential of a free trade deal with the U.S. 
And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. Last week, U.S. President Donald Trump announced that he was prepared to impose tariffs on all goods entering the country from Mexico. The tariffs would start next Monday at 5%, and then the tariffs would keep increasing 5% each month until they hit 25% in October. Mr. Trump says the only way the tariffs would be removed is if Mexico does more to take action to rein in migration coming into Mexico and up through the U.S. border. So why is this all happening now? It was a dramatic and sort of fairly unexpected move by the U.S. James Politi is the FT's world trade editor. From sort of what we have heard, um, President Trump returned from his visit to Japan and became sort of increasingly angry at the sort of backlash that was happening in conservative circles, the escalating number of migrants arriving um, in the U.S. across the southern border. Despite warnings from several of his top aides, he decided to press ahead with a much more aggressive stance towards Mexico on migration, and he did so by using sort of the emergency powers that he essentially granted to himself earlier this year to deal with migration. And this is all happening as many people believe things between the U.S. and Mexico were getting better. Yes. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, President Trump had lifted the steel and aluminum tariffs, which had been imposed last year on both Canada and Mexico. And this was very significant in that it sort of made it easier and it paved the way for congressional ratification of USMCA, which is a revamped NAFTA trade deal. And so there was a moment at that point when it seemed like trade in North America and the fate of trade of North America was substantially resolved and was getting back to a sort of more stable future. But then President Trump decided to go in a completely different direction. So everything's plunged back into a serious period of uncertainty. And now all this is happening, and it seems like Mexico's back is kind of up against the wall here. What are their options in these negotiations? It's difficult. I mean, Mexico depends heavily on trade with the United States. I think that they will probably attempt to propose some measures that could satisfy U.S. demands. On the other hand, there are some things that will be very hard for them to do, such as declare themselves a safe third country, which would essentially allow the U.S. to turn back migrants at the border, especially those from Central America, and just send them back to Mexico. They've said that they won't do anything that will damage uh, the dignity of the Mexican people. And I think that partially they will be counting on the backlash from the business community here and general um, resentment on Capitol Hill, this action from the president, which really came out of nowhere. So I think that they will be banking on that and hoping that they can reach some kind of accommodation with Trump. But the time is short, so anything you know really needs to be done fairly quickly. And I don't think there's any certainty or guarantee that the situation will be resolved soon. Now, the Mexican government is putting pressure on the U.S. by basically saying these tariffs are going to hurt you as much as they're going to hurt us. And they say that a 5% tariff is going to cost U.S. consumers $17 billion. James, how bad would these tariffs hurt the U.S.? Well, I think that certainly it would be a big blow to the U.S. economy. Supply chains are incredibly integrated in North America. Just think of the car industry. On the other hand, 
Trump sees things very much in relative terms. And if you look at the importance of exports to the United States for Mexico relative to its economy, it's more significant than, for instance, exports from the U.S. to Mexico. And so I think that in that sense, certainly the stakes are huge for both countries, but probably more so for Mexico. And, and as always, Trump is trying to use that to his advantage, but you know, really don't know uh, how it's going to turn out. You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com. Today we'll be following French carmaker Renault. The board is expected to discuss Fiat Chrysler's merger offer. This has been your daily FT news briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.